The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. The human mind, body, emotions, and spirit are more powerful than anyone can imagine, and we can learn to use them in new and powerful ways to create the life we've always dreamed of. On our program today, with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon, we'll address who you are, how to come to know what you believe and why, how to accept and love yourself, and how you can make changes that help you create the empowered, happy, successful life you want. Now, here's your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome to the Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. We're broadcasting, as you know, from Scottsdale, Arizona. And I'm absolutely delighted that you've joined us today, whether you're hearing the show live or whether you've downloaded it later. Let's start out today like we always do. Go to the self-improvement blog. You're going to find that today's guest owns the homepage. There's a couple articles that she's written there. You'll find several YouTube videos in the right sidebar. You'll see her picture, her video, um, she's a very accomplished and amazing woman. Watch the videos. They're so good. Um, you'll feel like you really know her after you read a couple of her articles and watch those videos. And I think that she's somebody you can come to appreciate greatly. There's a new kid on the psychology block. You'll, uh, yeah, under the leadership of Martin Seligman of the University of Pennsylvania, it's beginning to become quite a significant kid. Positive psychologists seek to, and I quote, to find the nurture, to find and nurture genius and talent and to make normal life more fulfilling rather than merely treating mental illness or addressing psychological problems. It's concerned with using psychological theory, research, and intervention techniques to understand the positive, adaptive, creative, and emotionally fulfilling aspects of human behavior. In other words, it looks at what's right about you, what's strong about you, rather than just at what's wrong with you or what your weaknesses are. We've talked about it before, and those of you who listen to this show regularly know that it's one of my passions. Today, we have a practicing psychologist who has based her practice on positive psychology. I call it positive psychology with a twist. She calls it the enchanted self. If I told you all the accomplishments of our guest, Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein, We really wouldn't have time for the show. She's a remarkable woman. She's been in private practice for 25 years. She originated the idea of the enchanted self, her own, which she calls her, uh, her positive 
psychology practice. I don't know what's the matter with my tongue today. It really is getting tangled up. She's an expert on women's issues, and she has a long list of published books, including The Enchanted Self and my favorite title, The Truth, I'm a Girl, I'm Smart, and I Know Everything. Uh, She has a new trilogy of romantic fiction called Next Year in Jerusalem. She's a sought-after speaker and a guest on radio and television shows all throughout the year. It is such an honor and privilege and joy to welcome to the show Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein. Dr. Holstein, welcome. Oh, well, thank you. I'm sitting here feeling uh, very... um I don't know, like like I just came up to get an Academy Award or something. Well, if I had one, I'd give it to you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank I you. Have, and, and getting ready for this show, I've become an admirer. Well, thank you. And I, uh, it's just so funny when you said Scottsdale, um, it triggered a whole other series of emotions, all delightful because I just got back from there uh, last week, including Tucson and Sedona. Oh, for goodness sakes! I and wish I, I'd known that we could I have. I know. I never put it together and talk about the intent itself. Uh, you know, as an expression of a very high elation, a feeling of of wonderment and feeling good at the moment, and all sorts of positive things. Uh, I felt very good about Arizona. I have to say, particularly Sedona, in terms of um, a kind of heightened well-being. Sedona has a, an, an energy that's unique. Now, I've, I've never experienced it anyplace else. It's yeah. a it's a, a lovely place. I I love it. I love. You can't get tired of going to Sedona. No, no. It, I you're absolutely right, and and. Uh, it is possible that um, I will be back many times, so hopefully we'll meet in person. Oh, that would be lovely. Yes. That would be absolutely lovely. And uh, um, I'm thrilled to be on the show. I love talking about positive psychology, and I, I do think that your listeners just might get a kick out of what I'm going to say because um, the whole journey of getting in touch with your own potential and rising to be the best who you can be is something that we want to take and should take, but, you know, sometimes we stumble along. It's very hard to get on our own horse, or we get on our horse and we fall off. Well, some of us were taught that it isn't okay, that we just get full of pride and we should be concerned about everybody else first. You know, I came sure. from that generation. Sure, right, and we're care- caretakers for certain. Um, but it's interesting because actually when I wrote The Enchanted Self, A Positive Therapy, that subtitle, A Positive Therapy, was what my editor and I agreed on because positive psychology hadn't been coined as a phrase yet. And I had no awareness of what Dr. Seligman was beginning to do, nor the other 10 or 20 psychologists doing somewhat similar things across the country. And my whole um, 
aha moment and decision that we better start looking at what was is right about ourselves rather than what is wrong came to me the same way more than one person invented the telephone you know that we exactly certain, yeah there's a certain energy in the universe and you get a chance to tap into the energy and you either choose to do it or you let it pass you by and if you let it pass you by someone else will do the energy and then so, pretty soon you're going to say i knew that <laughs> why didn't i do that well what i'm saying is that i am so happy i wrote this enchanted self book and i discovered what i discovered even though other people discovered somewhat parallel things because i <clears throat> my work has a particular twist for women and people with problems, while a lot of positive psychology focus in the research has been with basically people who are basically um, in fairly good shape or temporarily uh, seeking some minor adjustments, and a lot of the uh, things that are suggested to them are things like keeping a... Um, uh, a gratitude list and things like that, all of which right. are wonderful. But my work is really how you can actually be coming through some very difficult times or not having discovered who you really are yet and how using your own memory of the best moments in your life or what could have been the best, learning to reinterpret and reinvent and build upon some of your own qualities in order to hit some of your real potential. And it's, it's, um, it's complicated, but there are some steps that I can even today um, get your audience doing. All they need is a piece of paper just to jot down a few words so they can do it later. Okay, let's do it later because I, I don't want to be in the middle of it when we come right. to break. And, and we're getting a little close to that. Uh, you know, as you were talking, I'm thinking you, you, you were at way ahead of Dr. Seligman in terms of putting something on paper. And basically he's undergirding what you've done with the research that he's done. Of course, yes. You know, and it's, it's such a strong program. I remember when I first heard about positive psychology, I was so excited. I went to his website and did all those tests. <laughs> I just wanted to see what it was. It's just a breath of fresh air. Um, do you work mainly with women or do you take all kinds of clients? Tell us about I, your, your practice. Well, in my practice, <clears throat> I take all kinds of clients uh, unless they really need a hospital setting or something I can't offer. My youngest client was two, and she oh. had some behavioral problems. But in reality, I work mostly with her mother. And my oldest client so far has been 92. And I have to say he was such a blessing. He taught me more about how to cook Italian food <laughs> and a lot of what happened in World War II than anyone else has ever given me the pleasure. I mean, I should have been paying him, you know. <laughs> what, what a nice thought. <laughs> you know, so, and, and in between uh, girls, women, families, men, typically uh, most 
therapy practices do have somewhat more women in them as a percentage than men. Yeah, we're um, a little more open to asking for help. Yeah, exactly. But um, I have a lot of people, a lot of people come with transitions of divorce is a big one and all of the upset that happens as you try to work your way through it. And I've had many women where, um, you know, they're in the process and uh, legally they need advice and support. That's one level. I, Of course, I can't offer all of that, but... Uh, also, um, just the support to keep thinking through what's best for them, what's best for the children, and um, how to manage coming, feeling independent. Like I had one woman who said um, she now realizes when she was ready to marry her husband, she basically said to him, take me, I'm yours. Well, she should have said, take me, I'm me, at least. You know, that she should have held on to some level of self is what she was trying to tell me. And some of us were led to believe that what she did is exactly what we're supposed to do instead of right. you know, right. saying, this is me and here's, here are my boundaries. On that note, it's time for us to go to break. Uh, we'll be right back with more with Dr. Barbara Becker Holstein in just a moment. So stay tuned. Build your better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. The challenges facing our teens today mean that more than ever, we need to be there to support them and encourage them. The Dr. Stem Show is here to provide discussions about topics that will help promote healthy relationships, self-image, and success for teens, parents, and the community. Our young people can achieve more in life than they ever dreamed possible. The Dr. Stem Show, hosted by Dr. Stem Malatini, will foster these discussions and encourage your participation. Listen every Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific, and 9 p.m. GMT on Voice America Empowerment. Build a better business. Achieve that goal. Make good on that resolution. The Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. You 
are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein. We're talking about her positive psychology practice or her psychology practice called The Enchanted Self, and we have a lot to say today. Um, Dr. Holstein, would you define the way you use the, the term enchanted? It has a number of different meanings. What does it mean in terms of of your practice? Yes. Well, Dr. Conlin, I would like to, um, I want to do that real quick because it's so critical. When I was interviewing women who weren't in my practice to get a sense of how they grew up and what their goals were in life and how they perceived themselves, I was astounded to see that every woman I interviewed kind of had a secret place in her life, whether it was the garden that she tended or being with grandchildren or skiing or running a business successfully, where she really felt whole and special and like she had it together. And she was basically happy. But she didn't know how to talk about this as a happy place because she felt also maybe very burdened, put down by life, uh, responsible to aging parents, maybe a bad situation in her marriage, difficult kids. There were so many other levels that for me to even get into this garden, let's say enchanted garden of her well-being, I had to ask a lot of extra questions. And then when I try to find out, you know, because we're both psychologists, you get used to doing more questioning, how did she develop her interest, say, in gardening or skiing or running a business or whatever it was, sometimes I could get back to the core real answer that made a lot of sense, something she remembered from childhood, and sometimes I really couldn't, you know, it was just like, well... That's just the way things are. I, I can't, you know, she couldn't answer. Yeah. And so I decided that the best word to fit this kind of unique wellness part of ourselves that's just waiting to leap out and live was the enchanted self with the use of the word enchantment. Interesting. It is an enchanted place, isn't it? I hadn't thought about that. In that way, but that, yeah, we do have a core, don't we? That everything is lovely. We do, and we know when we're there. Like one of my clients who was burdened, I mean, she loved her three little kids, but she was exhausted. She said to me, you know, I remember walking across campus. I was so light of foot, and I was in a great mood, and I just felt so good in my body. And she said it was a wonderful moment, and I don't know how to get back there. And that's what you help them do, isn't it? You help them find that place and know how to get there. Right, and it's not always the same place. Like maybe right now with three kids, she's not going to get that light feeling in her whole body. But 
maybe she can get it with headphones listening to certain music. You know, it may come through a different way now. So let me ask you this. What is this enchanted self when we get there? What's it trying to say? It's trying to say, I think, well, I could get even spiritual. I mean, I think it's... That's okay on this show. You can get as spiritual as you want to. I think it's sort of like an energetic uh, realization of maybe the, you know, this is it. This is the essence of, you know, God, uh, the higher power wanted you to be in touch with. This is... This is when you, you know, all the cells are like singing at the same time and, and you're entitled to it. Not every minute, not every day. We deal with problems. We deal with up times, down times, but it is your legacy and it is something that you have to keep trying to recapture. Yeah, I think of this as alignment. That everything sort of lines up and you're, you're in contact with the source, whatever you call God, yes. you're in that, you're in that place. You know, it's like everything's lined up perfect and, and you're, you're in this, it, it almost, you can almost feel the switch go yes. on. Yes. And you know, I remember once, I was at, um, it's not so easy, and I want to give a few clues on how to get there, but once I had gone to Kripalo, which is a wonderful place on the ah, yes. to, to line up, and I remember when my parents came to pick me up, they were still alive, and I was sitting in the back seat like I had when I was a little kid, and I was thinking to myself, I feel so perfect inside. I can't imagine <sighs> feeling bad again. And of course, by the next day, I was in a rotten mood on and off, you know, just because, you know. But, <laughs> I understand. <laughs> you know, but the point was that, you know, there was that total alignment you're talking about. And what I want to teach people is to realize that to get back to that alignment, the biggest clue you have is really your own self and your own memories because you're the only one that knows whether you feel good eating a dish of coffee, ice cream, and maybe it brings you back to something special or it gives you sugar shock and you feel woozy and nauseated in that 15 minutes. You know, everything that we say is good or bad, barring stuff that's, you know, dangerous and criminal right. and stuff, but in the normal range of things, is so uniquely perceived by a particular person that what I like, you may not like at the emotional level. So you have to deal with awareness. You, yes. you really have to teach them how to become aware of who they are and what they want and what yes. turns them on and what makes what takes them to the enchanted place and in the body and in the mind in other words something as simple as sweeping i remember one woman in a workshop i led we were doing some body movements uh, just swaying and stuff and she said i am remembering that i really loved sweeping the garage when i was a kid and for me it, you know, it wasn't a chore. It was, it fulfilled what she needed. Uh, this is probably the body work she needed that mm-hmm. her parents didn't understand and 
they thought she was just doing a chore, but it worked for her. And it wouldn't work for a lot of other people. That's right. Shift shift gears a little bit. You've done a good bit of work with girls and with women. Right. um, And I applaud you for that. You know, somebody really needs to reach out to to girls. Is there is there a specific reason why you have or you have had a, a focus on girls? Yes. There really is. I mean, we all have to pick our niches when we're doing professional work, for sure. But a lot of the research that intrigued me when I was in training was around girls um, not performing as well in school after they were about 11 than they had previously. And this type of research has been documented on and off. And, you know, in high school, girls often become more involved with um, whatever, clothing, dating, uh, of course, hormones are raging, We, you know, all of that. Oh, yeah. but, but they forget to indulge in science, mathematics. They're not interested. It changes. Well, and, they're told they can't do math. Girls can't do math. Uh, well, I just, they may be told I remember that. hearing that. Uh, but it's not true. It's, it's not you know, true. None of this is true. Uh, the human mind is about the same between men and women, although it's slightly different. There are some slight differences, and women tend to be more um, aware, kind of in a circular way of what's going on around them, and they may hear somebody crying down the hallway, and the, maybe a man won't even hear it because he's focused on something. Men focus in a little more linear pattern, but in terms of what we, you know, our intelligence capacities, uh, it's a fear race for both. You know, we're we're all the same basically. Yeah. Um. So with that, that always concerned me, and I felt it's even more complicated than just school. Like you're saying, it's remarks made at home. Like my own mother was told in high school. Um, by the end of high school, that she had two choices, to either be a um, sales girl at Feline's, they lived in Boston, <laughs> or my uncle, who was the only person in the family with extra money, would pay for her to go to secretarial school for one year. That was and, it. You know, it, it was that way for a long time. When I graduated in the 50s, basically you could be a teacher, a nurse, or a secretary, although nobody told me that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I didn't know for a long time that I couldn't have done anything else. You know, it, it's, That's uh, right. You know, so these are profound, subtle, and blatant messages. And uh, on top of it... Um, The legal system, well, the legal system in our country is pretty good and pretty fair, more or less. But we have to realize that most women in the world live in situations where they are treated still as second-class citizens. And, um, you know, we'll never get all the work done in, in our lives, but we have to stay alert and at least do what we can. And for me... When I wrote this little book, The Truth, I'm a Girl, I'm Smart, and I Know Everything, I gave this girl a true voice that a 10- or 11-year-old would have 
that is of wisdom and insight, but also her anxieties of how she was going to hold on to herself as she entered what she knew was a different realm of being a teenager. And the book has a cute solution that she figures out. I don't want to give it away, where she figures out how she's going to hold on to the best of herself as she knows she's changing. And that's okay. She's ready to change. You know, she found some ways to hang on to herself, which is what we really all need to do as we transition in life. We need to get that book in the hands of older women who have never had a chance to learn that concept. It's time for us to go to break again. When we come back, we're going to talk about more yummy things with Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. We're on Facebook along with some of the greatest minds of the world. And that includes you. Visit us on Facebook at Voice America Empowerment. We let so many outside factors mold and shape our lives. Technology, instant delivery. We live in an on-demand world. What's happened to the compassion, the kindness, a better pace? Listen to Might Radio with host Gabriella Von Ray. We'll bring that kindness and compassion back to our world. Our guests come from around the world and will discuss what's being done and what we can do to bring our lives back to order. Might Radio is broadcast live every Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Is there a real magic formula for success or is it something more? Does the divine nature within, when activated, become a powerful unified force that catapults an individual to greatness? Join visionary host Sharon Rose Washington, author, empowerment life coach, and energy healer to explore the answer to the big question of why we are here. She'll have amazing luminary guests ranging from business thought leaders to top celebrities. Tune in every Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. What does creme de la creme mean? It's the greatness of living, the willingness to be the best. It's living beyond what you know is possible with no limitation. Access Consciousness presents Creme de la Creme, a program that empowers you to choose and create the life you would like to have and entices you into being who you are, not who others would have you be. It's the best of the best. It's the finer things in life. It's brilliant. It's fun. It's exciting. Join us for Creme de la Creme every Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Find out what makes the most successful people tick. Keep listening to the Voice America Empowerment Channel, voiceamericaempowerment.com. You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's one 888 346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is the self-improvement blog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to the self-improvement show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. 
Welcome back to the Self-Improvement Show. Our guest today is Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein. She's a psychologist on the East Coast, and we've been talking about her practice, which is called the Enchanted Self. Uh, She's done a lot of work with girls, and during the break we were talking about equal opportunity for women, and, and, and I want to throw this at you, Barbara. The other day I heard Maria Shriver talking on NBC about a study she's done about equal opportunity, equal pay for women. I, you know, I don't usually watch that channel. I switch to ABC, which I do, usually do watch, and they were talking about it as well. And they said that Beyonce had joined them, and they showed Beyonce dancing with her troupe of dancers. Um, they were scantily dressed. Their movements were very suggestive. And I like Beyonce. I'm not saying I don't. I really do. I like her music. I like what she does. But I'm thinking, how do, how do girls interpret this? You know, on one hand, they're being told they need to get the best jobs, they need to get the best pay, and, uh, and then they see somebody who's supporting this. You know, it, it, look, you know it, it sends some very mixed messages, and I would think young girls could be very confused by this. Um, and at the same time, we have it better in this country than women have any place else. I mean, how, right. how would you react to all of that? Well, I think that, um, you know, it depends on the extremes of situations. Um, I think that young girls can do things like sexy dancing and at the same time go to school and take physics. You know, there. it depends if people are not mishandling them and uh, doing inappropriate things to them. If, if the dance itself is being viewed as um, a form of art, some is more suggestive than others, but still basically done with dignity. You know, nobody is touching them. Nothing in- inappropriate is happening. Um, I think that girls, that we all can kind of live with a little bit of mishmash. You know, oh, we have to have some of it. <laughs> you know, it's a matter of how extreme it is. Now, this this uh, uh, lady is famous, and she is uh, reputable in many ways, and and she probably, um, you know, it's as I said, it it may be done in a way that is also fits perhaps a cultural um, standard or or. You know, I know like when I was little, we all took ballet, tap, jazz, you know, certain things were acceptable. And look, even uh, when I think back, and I'm ancient, uh, those little <laughs> costumes we wore in the recitals and stuff and bouncing around uh, with, I had my lobster costume one year with, you know, it was relatively sexy and uh, scanty, and then I had little things coming out of my head that were like, I don't know what they were supposed to be, some sort of extra apparatus that a lobster would have or something, and, you know, and my father took pictures later and stuff, and, uh, you know, I, I just thought I was just great being in a dance recital, you and know. You- you were. So, yeah, the, the thing about this, Beyonce probably didn't even know they were showing this clip. Uh-huh. It really had nothing to do with story. I mean, she didn't right, come and right. perform to, to push equality for women. 
they just picked something they had in their so in library and played it. And I'm thinking, this is an interesting talks- message. <laughs> well, maybe it just is the, you know, they, that's one of the things when you're famous, they pull clips and stuff. But really, the, um, what we have to do is get past that particular clip and realize that when girls can get opportunities to dance, to paint, to swim, to cook, um, to do physics, to do science, to do projects, to collect um, stones, if that's what they want to collect, seashells, you know, and it's all done in a way that you feel is is uh, wholesome and it's you're learning and you're doing research and you're making a display and you're doing a show and whatever. This is what we're looking for because otherwise kids get so stifled. They feel so, um, they feel all clogged up and we know as adults how bad that feels. I think it feels even worse in childhood because they are so ready to take in knowledge and wisdom oh, and yeah. have such energy. I guess my concern is you know, how do young women know who they are when there's so many people, you know, in terms of advertising and the media right. and all of the things, when there's so many people telling them what they should look like, what they should believe, how they should think, you know, what they should do. Well, it, much more than we've ever had before. They get it all day long. They do. They do. And that's where, well, the research says that as long as you have one wholesome mentor growing up, it's better to have more than one. But if you have at least one and nothing too bad happens to you either, <laughs> it's enough. It's enough. Now, obviously, it's better to have more than one if you can have two wholesome parents who mentor, plus at least one set of grandparents, maybe uh, some teachers that mentored you, maybe a music teacher, you know, plus teachers, maybe a, a, a religious minister or a rabbi, someone you respected along the way. Now you're going to have a tremendous armament of, the, of um, introjection of what you've taken in as wholesome values, standards, ways to feel good to yourself, you know, permission, what's good in life, it's okay to laugh, it's okay to have fun with friends, but it's not okay to say to, you know, eat chocolates till 3 a.m. because you'll feel sick, you know, that, I mean, whatever. Yeah, but how nice would that be? (laughs) You know, whatever stage of life, you know, learning a kind of balance that makes life wholesome and healthy and um, so the mentors become so critical. That's why I've done a lot of work. Of course, I'm a grandparent now. A lot of work, um, you know, trying to uh, encourage young couples and families, don't forget your, your, your parents, grandparents, um, even though they may not know how to open the stroller that has is so elaborate and expensive while they just used an umbrella stroller that cost $10. Yeah. It, it doesn't mean that they don't have a lot to offer your kid. Because they can't tweet. <laughs> <laughs> right. right. I can tweet. Right. Tweet. You know, um, don't forget who loves you. You know, the people that love you and care have valuable information to share and, um, 
you know, that's really important because the um, the other side of what you're talking about is that a lot of families uh, have become very restrictive of what they permit in their lives to balance off this kind of flood of media and technology. So some some families live basically in isolation to the point, of course, of homeschooling and many decisions like that, um, and that's a personal decision. But I try to teach that you do want to take in the best of the culture, the best of people who might be able to mentor your kids, you know, give them the opportunities to really see where where their wings are going to develop. Well, they're, they're going to have to live in the world sometime, and I don't know how they can learn that when they're so incredibly isolated. Now, you have... Um, you have what you call the seven gateways of happiness. Right, right. Do you present these to young people as well? Can you share that with us? I what? do. I do present them to young people, and if I'm doing a group, uh, you know, of a Girl Scout group, and we might just go through them because they're so simple and they're not filled with all the sort of jargon of a lot of psychological language. Oh, they're so, beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So the first gateway is very simple, and that is to basically... Uh, know yourself, get to know yourself, particularly some of your talents and your potential, uh, not just what what you know is wrong with yourself, which we're all really good at listing. You know, get to know yourself, and I have a few exercises to encourage that. And then the second gateway is get to know your family historically and where you fit in it, because you're, you may be absolutely fascinated if you're, even if you're a girl, if you're 10 years old and you discover that your great-grandparents uh, or great-great-grandparents almost died of a potato famine in Ireland uh, and just made it here luckily and, and lived in one room for many years, and, you know, it, it may just flood you not only with appreciation for your own life, but realizing the powerful energy that your own ancestors have had and what that may mean that you have, have you know. Right. And, so, and if it's something bad, like you find there's a lot of alcoholism, something like that, um, maybe you're the first person that isn't really drinking or you've decided as a teenager to watch how much you drink. Be proud of yourself. Um, that's the second gateway. And the third gateway is learning how to um, meet your needs. And really, most of that is education. Uh, Learning how to meet your needs emotionally is one thing. Um, That's uh, a little more complicated. But learning how to meet your needs so you'll survive in society usually ends up finding out what you want to do when you grow up or now that you're grown up, what you can do what would work for you and getting the right education so you can do it. And women and girls have often missed this step. So I'll get women in their 40s and, you know, they never train to do anything except, okay, run a family. That's excellent. But now that the, you know, now that they need money and maybe the, they need a life, um, they didn't train. 
They didn't train. On on that note, we're, we finished three of the seven. Yes. Let's, t- let's go to break and finish the other four when we come back. This is Irene Conlon saying stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of the Self-Improvement Show. Success starts here. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Have you ever felt that it's time to get out of the box? Why are you putting that project off? It's already there in your mind. What are you going to do today to change your life tomorrow? Listen for Live Your Life with Melissa Brown. Get ready to expand the capacity of your heart and mind. Move yourself beyond the mundane and get prepared to do what you've been called to do. There is no time like the present, and the whole world is waiting for you. Tune in Monday mornings at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Get ahead in business and life. Read Getting It Done, 1,000 of the Best-Kept Secrets for Success in Business and Life by John Capozzi. Learn how John, a successful Connecticut businessman, obtained 13 corporate promotions in 13 years. This book makes a fantastic gift for anyone who wants to get ahead in business. Voice America will donate a portion of every copy sold to the USO. Visit gettingitdone.com and enter promo code VA1234 at checkout to get a 10% discount. That's gettingitdone.com, promo code VA1234 for a 10% discount today. When you think of inspiring women, who comes to mind? Is it a visionary like Oprah Winfrey? Political or legal figures like Hillary Clinton or Sonia Sotomayor? Or how about entrepreneurial business leaders like Meg Whitman? No matter whom you might be thinking of, make sure to add one more to that list. Deanne DeMarco. She's the host of Today's Inspiring Women. Each week, Deanne turns you on to the next rising star in business and leadership and what their successes and challenges have been. Listen every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on Voice America Empowerment. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to The Self-Improvement Show with your host, Dr. Irene Conlon. Got a question for Irene or her guests? Call into our live show at 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Connect with Irene via email. Our address is theselfimprovementblog at gmail.com. Now, let's get back to The Self-Improvement Show. Here again is Dr. Irene Conlon. Welcome back to The Self-Improvement Show. This is Irene Conlon. Our guest today is Dr. Barbara Brett. Becker Holstein. I don't know what's going on with my tongue today. Uh, we've been talking about the seven gateways of happiness. We listed the first three. So, Dr. Holstein, you're on with the, with the next four. Yes. Okay. Well, the fourth gateway is the Enchanted Self Gateway. That is basically the place where you permit yourself to have the pleasure and happiness that you need you need it to refuel yourself so that you can do all the other gateways so for those people who find it hard to give permission for happiness um the easiest thing i can say to you is um do it because otherwise you'll be like a car running on empty and no one will benefit from what you're trying to give them so this is the gateway where you 
get to know what gives you meaning in life and uh, fun happiness. And uh, maybe your husband wants to go to every football game and you just want to see an opera series and the whole issue gets resolved by you each doing what you need to do, whether you do it alone or as a couple. But um, you don't have to be like anyone else. In fact, everyone else is taken. So remember that. (laughs) That's a good point. um, I like that. Then the fifth gateway is uh, the gateway of connecting and not isolating. Um, Particularly women, we have a tendency at the very moment when we need support, often we get a little dumpy and quiet and we, we sort of retire from the world. And just the night we should probably call a friend, we might sit around kind of gloomy. Um, it's very important that we stay engaged with other people. And, of course, the more you can belong to activities, whether it's a bowling league or a church group or a book discussion group, uh, have some friends that you, you periodically go out for a meal together, you know, all the, anything, the standard social uh, whole plate of normal living is fine. I don't care if you horseback ride or collect stamps. You know, anything that puts you with people that are uh, basically uh, somewhat similar to you in some ways so you have something, you know, a reason to be together and you enjoy each other's company, it'll keep you from getting depressed. Um, And the sixth gateway is mentoring. We often think that mentoring stops or you have a great teacher when you were 10 and that's it. No, we are mentors and others are mentors, and we're constantly needing mentoring. Yeah, the Uh, mentors need mentors. Yes, they do. They do. And sometimes I've been mentored by kids. I mean, it's the kids that uh, say the darndest things that sometimes just remind you of what's important. I remember when my daughter was little and I was trying to wash the dishes and she pulled at my legs and she said, don't do the dishes when I'm loving. Oh, I never forgot that. That would melt you, wouldn't it? (laughs) Right. You know, (laughs) so, you know, we all learn and keep learning. And the last gateway is really the spiritual one, and that is doing good deeds and uh, making a difference in a positive sense. You know, smiling to a stranger, uh, paying ahead for someone who may come behind you in line at McDonald's, maybe giving the waiter, uh, the uh, girl at the, um, you know, the, the where you drive through $5 toward the next car or something. Um, all these little touching things, whether they're, critical ones to give blood or whether they're more just a sign of connection are very important. And not only do they help others, but all the positive psychology research confirms that they help yourself. Absolutely. Now, I think these are significant. I will put them on the self-improvement blog so oh, people great. can read them. Uh, how can people find you? Your, the links to your websites, it's on the self-improvement blog, but let's get it on this show. Yes. So if they can't find it on the blog, they hear it from you. How can people find well, you? Um, 
please come to EnchantedSelf.com or come to TheTruthForGirls.com or come to my Facebook uh, business page, Dr. Barbara Becker-Holstein, psychologist and author. And um, you can always write to me at drbarbara at enchantedself.com. And um, you can Google me. You'll, you'll get back to one of these places if you do that. And um, I'd love for you to read the truth. I'm a girl. I'm smart. And I know everything. Uh, I am very proud. It's going to be reissued in July of 2014 oh, by uh, Sky Pony Press out of Manhattan. And the title will be slightly different in the sense that um, the, it'll still be the truth, and the subtitle will be uh, Diary of a Gutsy Tween, and then I'm a Girl, I'm Smart, and I Know Everything Down in the Corner. Um, and I'm very excited about that. And I would love for women to read my trilogy. Um, if you have Kindle, the whole thing is on there for four ninety nine. dollars Oh, I have a Kindle, and I will get it. Tell uh, us about your trilogy. It's a romance mystery novel, but of course it has other overtones of positive psychology interwoven and women's issues. And these two women go off to Jerusalem for a month and mysteriously meet a strange woman who teaches them a lot. And also one of the women who is married uh, gets tracked down by an old face, uh, an old flame who found her on Facebook. Oops. And uh, <laughs> just lots of things happen to these women that make them have make them have to think and feel and decide what they're going to do with themselves and their lives. And it's a it's a fast reading, easy romance mystery. And it's uh, it's great, I think. Um I see it as a movie and if it becomes a movie, um, I really want you to come and see it with me, Irene, because you, you have really understood so well exactly what I'm trying to teach. I appreciate that. Give them that. the name of it again. What's well, the name? To, uh, on Kindle, I would suggest you look for Around Every Corner, Romance and Mystery, because that's the cheapest way to read it at four ninety nine, and you'll have the whole story uh, in yeah. one book. But those people who prefer paper, uh, the first two parts are out as next year in Jerusalem, and you can just Google and you'll find them also. I will definitely do that. I got a Kindle Fire for Christmas. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I want to read everything on it. <laughs> We're right up to the end of the show. I hate to say that today, but we are. What's the thought you'd like to leave with our listeners today? Well, I think it is that to recognize that you have an enchanted self, a special place where you feel whole and happy. And if you will just take quiet time to start to document to yourself some of your interests and talents and potential, and don't worry whether they ever make you famous or a big shot or anything, just what really feels right for you. And pick maybe just one and do something with it this year, even if it's small, just if it's even if it's reading about it or something. Just get a little closer to something that is is right for you in terms of 
feeling happy and like you're doing something for yourself. And you'll be so appreciative. Your whole body will be appreciative. And I, I want you to do it. I just think it's, it's a wonderful thought to leave. I, I encourage people to do that. Dr. Holstein, thank you so, so much for being with us today. Thank you so much, Irene, and I, I hope I see you the next time I go to Scottsdale. Let's, let's just plan on it. <laughs> okay. Next week's guest is Jeffrey Straker. He's a Canadian singer and songwriter who has a special outreach to young people with his piano. We'll hear his music and we'll have some great conversation. So I thank you for being with us today. I invite you to come back next week for more of the Self-Improvement Show. Thank you again for joining Dr. Irene Conlon for The Self-Improvement Show. Please listen again next Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Remember that improvement out there starts in here. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.